0: So what about the Mediterranean diet? We're going to finish up with this, because after all, aren't they healthy? Don't you hear that they live very long and they get low rates of cardiovascular disease and cancer? There were studies that came out in 1999, very famous studies. They said that a Mediterranean diet is better than a low-fat diet, right? But has anybody ever been in the Mediterranean? I haven't. How many countries are there? I had to look on a map. Many. So if you hear this news that a Mediterranean diet is better than a low-fat diet, and you want to go on the Mediterranean diet, what diet do you go on? Do you go on the uh, Greek diet or the French diet, the northern Egypt diet or the Israeli diet? Or do you go on the Italian diet, the north or southern Italian? Do they all eat the same, or are there dramatic differences? So which diet do you go on? See, nobody in America thought about this. The only thing they did is they went out, they ate their typical American diet, and they poured olive oil all over it, and they said, that's the Mediterranean. And they also had a, in case it was the French diet, they also had a glass of wine. And in case they were wrong, when they went home, they popped a couple See, nobody ever thinks about these things. Fortunately for you, I stay up all night thinking about these things. And People say, Jeff, why don't you go to bed already? I'm like, do you think it was the northern Italians or the southern Italians? (laughs) Well, it turned out that they studied 16 regions, including several Mediterranean countries. And where'd they find these long-lived people? on the Isle of Crete, right? It turned out they had the lowest all-cause mortality after 20 years, and diet was a contributing factor. Now, they also studied the Italian regions, and they had twice the death rate of heart disease. So if you're going to go on a Mediterranean diet, you can't just go on any diet. You don't want to go on that diet, right? You've got to know which diet you're going on. You've got to go on that diet. And they, the study was a very famous study called the Seven Country Studies by Ansel Keys. First started coming out, the info, in the 60s. And the data was collected in the 50s. Does anybody know what was going on on the Isle of Crete in the 50s? Because if you want to follow the diet, you got to know what they were doing back then. Does anybody know? Post-war recovery had been German occupation. All right, so guess what was going on on the island? Poverty and starvation. Yeah, guess where they got all their food? The garden, from the earth. They also did a little bit of fishing. Wanna play charades later? (laughs) And guess how they got around that island and climbed all those mountains? About nine miles a day, up and down mountains. Right? And what kind of work did they do? Manual labor behind a plow. So they did hard physical labor, they walked everywhere, they ate a vegetarian diet, with a little bit of fish, and there was poverty and starvation. If you knew anybody on the Isle of Crete back then, you know what they would beg you for? Food, chocolate. But is that what's going on there now? They eat twice the saturated fat, they eat three and a half times the trans fat, they eat half the fiber, and three and a half times the cholesterol. Is there anybody in the world still following that diet? In fact, if you go to the Isle of Crete today, you know what they'd beg you for? Lipitor and Glucophage. (laughs) They're all overweight. They got heart disease and diabetes. I mean, look, I showed you the Japanese numbers. Now I'm going to show you these. They've tracked them. Let's not just pretend. Let's see what they really ate. So we got Spain, Italy, France, Greece, Algeria, Morocco, Turkey, and Tunisia. So let's look at olive oil in 1960. The Greek were eating 40 grams a day. That was when they would had the best health. Anybody know what 40 grams is, just for the record? Three tablespoons. That was their high consumption, three tablespoons. But notice how much the French were eating. Not very much. OK, so let's look at wine. How much were the French drinking? Eh, two and a half, two to three glasses a day on average. How much was the Greek drinking, those in Greece? Not very much. So are we really analyzing exactly what they did in Greece and following it? Are we really analyzing what they did in France and following it? Or are we using the olive oil from Greece and the wine from France as excuses to rationalize our unhealthy behavior? We're rationalizing our unhealthy behavior by exception. Now look what's happened since then. Look what happened to fish intake and seafood. Look what happened to meat in all those countries. Guess what? They're all becoming Americans. So we decide to go on a diet, and we des- and we decide we're going to mimic another country's diet. So here's the twenty top countries for obesity, and here's the USA at number um, eighteen. We have thirty-three percent obese. So our you know. Government gets together and said, let's create a pyramid and follow another country you know, so everybody could lose weight. Well, you would think if they were intelligent, they would look this way on the scale. But is that what they did? No, they looked this way and they went to Greece. Forty percent obesity. Is that sane? So now this was the largest study on the Mediterranean diet ever. It didn't get a lot of press attention, and that's because it was in a very rare journal the New England Journal of Medicine. But fortunately for you, I stay up all night looking for this stuff. And uh, they followed 22,000 adults. And olive oil produced no difference in death rate, plus or minus. The reason the diet was healthy is because they had twice the vegetable, twice the fruit, twice the whole grains, twice the legumes, a little bit of fish, and meat and dairy was a condiment. Here's what was said in one of the editorials about the study. If the main message that Americans get is to eat more olive and canola oil, that's unfortunate because you'll only increase your calories and you already eat too much. What the main message is, is eat more fruits, vegetables, and beans and less saturated fat. So they've actually gone back to the Isle of Crete today. This was published in 2004 to see what's going on there right now. and They found 254 patients, half had heart disease, half didn't, typical adult age. The group that had heart disease had the highest intakes of mono and saturated fat, which there equals olive oil. The ones who didn't have heart disease had the highest intakes of carbohydrates, fiber, and folate. And where do you find that? Plants. And it turned out the more mono they ate, the more olive oil, the more heart disease they had. So here's what happens when you feed people a high fat meal. This is blood flow. That's normal. After the high fat meal, blood flow decreased for six hours. It peaked four hours later. Blood flow slowed down. It sludged. This is called lipemia, fat in the bud. Fat in the blood. And here's what um, this is that Robert Vogel. Remember I mentioned him earlier? Who studies blood flow? Here's what he said. This study has shown that a meal containing olive oil as a fat source reduces blood flow by 31%. The beneficial component of the Mediterranean and the Leon Diet Heart Study appears to be the antioxidant-rich foods, including vegetables, fruits, and their derivatives. Dietary fruits, vegetables, and their products provide some protection against the impairment produced by olive oil. So if you're eating a really healthy diet, can you get away with a little bit of olive oil? But if you're eating an American diet, should you be putting olive oil on it? No. And look what happened. Remember this time trend? Remember as total fat went up and saturated went up and hydrogenated went up? Look what happened to our antioxidant levels. Vitamin C went down. Vitamin E went down. And why did they all go down? Because we don't eat plants. So should we be putting olive oil on our diet? No, here's another study on the effects of one high-fat meal. They found 15 young, heart healthy